Hello. Welcome to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. Today, I'm going to talk about the importance of bliss with immunity. See, the real problem is that you never breathe enough when you are unhappy, and not breathing enough just continues that unhappiness. You get caught in a cycle of non-breathing that you that drives you to be so unhappy that you can't get your breathing back. And so then you walk around in a state of utter dissatisfaction at all times. So you do then do not engage in intelligent conversation. You just pass the time. You're not trying to actively inspire at all. You're just kind of like sitting around and waiting, just like everybody else. Bored, angry, upset, not feeling good, not feeling like things are going their way at all, and just being boring. Don't be boring. Don't sit there and talk about bullshit. Have real conversations with people. And if it's with a woman... Never talk to her for more than five minutes. After that, silence until she approaches you. And even then, you break it off after five minutes. Silence after that until she approaches you. Never approach after a five-minute period a woman to talk more. Unless you're trying to hit on her. And the thing is, is it is a signal that you are hitting on her if you talk to her longer than that. Why do I bring that up? Because there's little things that happen in a man's life that knock him off the rails and get him in a state of low immunity. The problem with all the diseases that are running rampant around the world, it's because our immunity is so low because our happiness level is so low. Our bliss level is low. Now, it's very easy to just say, oh, create bliss in and of yourself. It can't happen. When you're in that state of boredom and anger, frustration, waiting, waiting for someone to say something, waiting for something to happen, not really pushing the engagement, your mind starts to slow down and you don't have very much to say at all. You're just a bored human being with nothing to say for yourself. Get into your theories. Get into your ideas. Tell people something they haven't heard before. Something they have not heard before about any given subject you want, but gauging. That will make you happier. That will create more bliss in you. And then that will trigger your mind to start building on that by taking in more breath. <clears throat> what I finally realized is that if you try to make breathing conscious, Sometimes you run into the issue of 
not doing it when you're not conscious. And that's a problem because you really aren't in control of your breathing most of the day. It's just going on automatically. And the question is how to set that automatic to full breath. And by being conscious of your breathing at all times, you kind of interrupt the natural flow. So when you're not conscious, when you're just paying attention to something else, your breathing reverts back to normal. And that and normal today is not actually normal. I mean, your breathing goes back to the norm of what is happening in today's society. That sets your happiness level, the amount of oxygen you take in. And what happens is, is that when you take some kind of psychoactive substance, it is able to draw in more oxygen somehow just through the aliveness of its of the change that occurs in the mind sometimes it's it's a new it's putting the human being in a new territory and so their mind starts to activate but of course you do that too many times and you ruin the effect of it people who are going to take peyote every day that's ridiculous. But once a year, that's very profound. So think about that when you use any kind of psych psychoactive substance. But what's important about these substances is they kind of hone in on what the problem is with you. And you can kind of tweak things after looking at it. But then you have to you have to still pursue in the sobriety world most of your endeavor just because you're trying to train the sober version of you, which is really the unconscious version of you, to be the more interesting person, to be the person that keeps, keeps fascination alive by talking about things that people talk about and being engaging and asking questions and being super thoughtful in every way intellectually about things, being curious. It all starts with the breathing. Obviously, you're not going to get enough oxygen. You're not going to have the interest to do these things. So, but they, it runs hand in hand because if you can drive yourself to do these things, if you can drive yourself, push yourself to be interesting. When you're sitting at a table with two human beings, don't talk about the usual bullshit. Don't just hang on and wait for them to talk. You lead the conversation with something fascinating. And if you have nothing fascinating to say, that's your problem. You're not breathing. You're taking in zero oxygen. So your mind doesn't even work anymore. And it's stupefying. That's why... The mind needs to be stimulated, and other people's mind needs to be stimulated. You're keeping them alive by stimulating their mind. That's all you're doing. Excuse me, I've caught a bout of this COVID disease. So you can hear my nose is pretty, pretty stuffed. And... 
the the thing about immunity. Now, I haven't touched marijuana in like maybe almost three months. I haven't touched it. I realized that I was doing it every day and it was just, it wasn't helping me. But I understand what it is. I understand what it creates. It creates an artificial bliss. Trains your mind what bliss is. But it's all for you to to learn how to create it without it, without the drug. Because if you can do that, that's paradise. If you have to, if you need a drug to create bliss, that's hell. Because you're dependent on whether or not you can get that drug. And guess what? When it comes from a drug, it's a diminishing return. Your bliss goes lower the more you do it. Now, now and then, so I had COVID. I'm like, all right, I need to like artificially increase my bliss to to fight off this disease. So I I took a hit, and I can already feel. And this happens this happened to me before. Like I've quit for a long times. One time I like really fucked up my my arm. I tore it to shreds with some, like, some glass. And the healing was going very slow. And I had, you know, I was basically not smoking any weed. I smoked a couple puffs of weed. And I instantly healed. Like Wolverine. Now, why is that? Well, it's because weed artificially puts dopamine into your system, which is a pleasure drug. Sugar does it too. Everything that's kind of pleasurable puts an extra pleasure drug into your system of euphoria. And what was interesting was that I started to feel that dopamine feeling when I started getting sick. And that's because when you're scared about your health, your anxiety level goes up. That increases your cortisol and there's a whole chain reaction which ends up dumping more dopamine. The fight or flight response creates dopamine. <clears throat> Anything that's trying to make your mind more active, more able to think on a very granular level, which is always necessary for survival. So it's good that it increases your your heart rate, it, it pumps for more oxygen in its own way. And you can assist it by taking in the breaths. Now, the last episode was very short. It was just about the inhale and how important that is. Because if you're not inhaling, then you're not you're not taking in the oxygen and like whatever you let let out, the the most, the best rate to let it out is a tiny bit slower. I used to have this idea of a merman breathing, and you can do that too for a little while. It, it's where you just take a deep, deep breath and just hold it and let it out slowly over like five minutes. And doing that, like 
taking in oxygen and just making sure you absorb every ounce of it before you blow out the remnants because the faster you believe, the more oxygen is actually escapes your mouth and your your system. So you can absorb more oxygen by holding it in a little bit longer. So I had this idea, oh, well, why don't we just be mermen because we were aquatic beings and we were no doubt very akin to dolphins in the sense that for a long time, human beings were a water ape. This kind of explains why we don't have so much hair on our bodies. We decided to start living on land and, you know, think about how much moisturizer we need. And we need to take a shower every day. Why? Because it's like a fish out of water needs to get himself wet like at least once a day. So fish that start learning how to walk on land, which is how evolution was supposed to have occurred, kind of repeated in the ape world. When we aquatic apes, the 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 people of Atlantis, if you will, when we decided to start living on land, we that's what we did. Um but just talking about that, talking about how to, well, the main thing of trying to get from a state of bored dissatisfaction where you kind of, you know breathing is important, but you're not doing it. You know breathing is the only thing that's going to get you out of the feeling of 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 hopelessness, but you still don't do it enough to get you out. And this is like the eternal problem of man. It drives capitalism, so it's become a perfect engine for the vast cancer of humanity that has been spread all over this world. It's just it's it's a place meant to cater to dissatisfied people. The cat, if, if we were all satisfied, we would have never created this monster. We would have never created this, this technological maelstrom that's ultimately going to kill itself. We would have just stayed on the land very well, just primitive. It's the dissatisfaction that was the mother of invention here in this modern world. But, but, and so some are say it's a great thing. We look at this, look at this vast technological society that we created based solely on the bread dissatisfaction created. Was it created or is it just kept there. I mean, as a child, you don't have it. As a child, you want to engage. As a child, your mind is boom, 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 active. But as you grow up, you're constantly kind of told, shut that shit down. Be. Watch TV. That's the thing. There's a certain level of there's a there is a certain level of happiness that you get from watching TV, and 
it trains your non-watching TV self to have a lower level of happiness, if that makes any sense. That's why TV is, and it's the same thing for drugs. If you use consistently drugs to make yourself feel happy or to, it's essentially like you just need something that engages your mind so that it's not having those negative thoughts. And that's why interesting conversation is so important. And just writing something interesting, that that blocks the TV. Like, you want to block, you want to keep yourself watching less TV, then you have to do more interesting things. You have to write stuff that's interesting. You have to, like, spend time working on projects that are more interesting than watching TV. Now, I talked about a long time ago the idea that everybody is being watched by whoever they would want to, their perfect woman, their perfect mate in God form who's watching down on you and has the power to give you more powers in this world. But if that goddess, let's say in my case, looks down and watches me just spending hours in front of the television and then going and meeting friends and saying nothing interesting and just talking a lunch of bullshit that no one fucking cares about because you're just trying to mingle in with all these bored assholes. You want to go in there and you want to be the guy that everybody's fucking talking about. The guy that is a fucking, works the room, that people just like weigh into. Now, sometimes you might need a drug or two to do that, but you're learning how to do it without the drug. Because once you do that, that's limitless. I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Limitless. It's when the guy figures out how to be as just as intelligent without the drug. Just as sharp. In fact, sharper because there's no wear off. You take a drug, it wears off. There's like a period toward the end of the drug where you're actually more irritable than you were before you took the drug. So the unevenness of relying on an artificial means of creating the state is is the drawback. And the way you want to be living is sober in bliss. Now, bliss cannot enter your body as long as thought is occurring on your mind without your intention. Even with your intention, it's a tough sell for bliss. But without your intention... If it's just a, a wandering mind thinking about things, nothing directed, no real problem being identified consciously, but just this unconscious flow of thinking, your bliss will be forever out of your reach, no matter how hard and good you breathe. And I think that I haven't really emphasized this enough is that Yes, your breathing is going to bring you back into happiness, but breathing will come back online once you stop the thinking 
that is occurring in your mind without your intention. The bliss replaces that. They are antithetical to each other. So the thought, the thoughts of just random shit, it's either that in your mind or bliss. There's no, there's no way to have both together. And most people are convinced that they have to be in that mode of thinking, in that mode of unconscious considering of everything, just going over everything, all of life, and just recycling pain and just thinking of this, thinking of that, but nothing directed. That process and bliss are antithetical to each other completely. Bliss only comes when that shuts off. And it's better once it's on. It's like it's hard to even re- remember it's on. That's really the deal with it. Is that once your unconscious thinking starts up, it's almost impossible to turn off. So now, in moments of clarity, you might look back and be like, "Oh yeah, that's that's what happened there." In the moment, you have no ability to control it. So then the question becomes like. As much as you preach about this lectures of fallen wisdom, bliss, and all that, you've still never given the answer of how to achieve this. And you yourself, speaker, have not achieved it. And that is true. I have yet to achieve what my assessment of the situation calls for. Because I have moments where I am completely one of these fucking automaton humans, not giving a shit about anybody or anything, just like living life as a bored little angry fuck, a very petty, bored goofball who just wants some ass now and then. You're just like you start thinking on a very basic, egoistic, bullshit level. And I'm just as guilty as that as anyone else. But I have my moments where I realize I'm okay. That is unhappiness. If your ego is active, your happiness is not. The ego-derived happiness is pain masquerading as happiness. You're creating pain. And then experiencing the absence of the pain. Your ego gets gratified by something you did underhandedly. And within the small circumference of your small little puny ego, there is a little bit of warmth and happiness there. But it doesn't last. We want long-lasting bliss. As far as I'm concerned, you cannot get sick while bliss is in your heart. But if you're walking around being bored and not having a good time and thinking a drug will help you have a good time and just wishing you could just do a drug and have it make you feel good, right there is like... That's your dying. You're a dying human. And if you're taking drugs to make bliss in yourself, 
dying human. Very rare kind of psychedelic substance. Very rare. And, you know, even tobacco, even tobacco, it has its place, but very rare. Usually I advocate three days of total fasting, go to the mountaintop at sunrise on the third day, and get some natural tobacco in a pipe and smoke it as the sun rises. Like once a year, twice a year, something like that. Four times a year, but whatever. Enough to make it sacred. Nothing sacred is done habitually. And it it shouldn't be something that you need to feel bliss because we're being reliant on it will put you in a position of worse. The lows are lower and the high is not consistent. That is the ultimate problem with drug derived bliss. Yes, it basically, but you just understand how these drugs work. Conscious thought. And that allows for, that allows for for true stream of consciousness thought. It's true stream of consciousness thinking where you're thinking intentionally instead of thinking randomly. So a good way to do this is, look, Some people have a real problem just turning off their thoughts because, yes, they might turn them off, but the minute you try to turn them off, they just come right back. So maybe the move is to just turn them off and think about something consciously. Now, I've always advocated thinking of your closest memory, your best memory. And what that does is it just should invoke the pleasure memory that will then kind of sometimes jolt you in understanding where the bliss is in the moment. You're you're in every moment you're you're being asked to recreate this bliss. And the problem is with each moment you get derailed from your project. You know, if you have this, like, real conscious effort to just breathe all day long, like you, you'll, you'll get some results from that. Give you the satisfaction of living life in a way that's interesting. Now, your, your body is not a free being. Like, I'll be like, go do interesting things. And, like, you'll listen to this, then you'll go watch a show. So... And I'll go watch a show. Um, so, your your mind has to figure out a way to convince the body to do these things. And the body will be glad to do these things if you give it bliss. And if you don't, the body's just going to go from food, go for entertainment, 
go for anything that can give it bliss because you're not giving it. And you have the power to give it, but you identify more with the body than you do with the eternal soul. The soul of the mind that is a God. And realize that everybody you're talking to is a God. You should call people God to their face. If they're a guy, you can call them God. Be like, yeah, that's right, God. Hey, God, come here. Just refer to them as God. You can do it to women. It's fine. It's similar to calling everybody king or, or queen. It's fine, too. Just understand that what you're dealing with is a very self-limited God that came down here and decided to live amongst us in the physical world and to see if it, too, would go to the dark side. And some of them did. But it's not. It's, it's temporary, okay? Everything is temporary. Everybody lives in a parallel, like all these shootings that took place. Those kids, they lived on in parallel universes, just fine, grew up. I'm not saying it's not sad, but the suffering that you see, if that's something preventing your bliss, realize what's going on, okay? Don't let that interrupt it. The, the reason why all these mass shootings is people don't teach people how to be happy. People try to teach people how to get a career, how to operate this or that machinery, but how to operate the machinery of the mind so that you just realize what's causing the lack of bliss in you and it's that it's that thinking of just random thinking to think about a topic you want to think on instead of a random one, a specific one. You're writing a book, go through the book from beginning to end again. You can write a whole book in your mind that way because you can just you'd be like, all right, here's the story. In fact, that's a really good idea. It's just come up with a story that you're writing in your mind. And when you find yourself in moments where you have nothing to do and you just have your, your mind is just kind of on, keep developing that story. Add things to it. Create a whole movie. Time you go back to the story. Just add little things in. Go from And when you get to the end, just go to the beginning again. And as you go through again, add more things in. Try to remember, do your best to remember what you had in there before. Now, if you're just doing this at all times, shit, you can write like a movie a year in your mind. At some point, put it on paper. In fact, you'll be compelled to do so because it'll be so much. And pretty soon, you'll just be a screenwriter. That's all you have to do if you want to be a screenwriter, by the way, is just think of the story. Like, think of the the CD blurb version of the story. Think about that over and over again. Add little things to it in your mind. 
and then think about like a half hour version of the movie. And then just keep thinking on that, adding to that, so that expands to a normal movie size. But this is something that you've got to do. Like, directed thinking is the answer. I was always advocating just being like, turning it off. But I'm realizing that that is where you go to sleep. You'll, go, you'll, you'll turn it off for a little while, and you'll get so relaxed in bliss that you let your guard down. But if you keep talking and you keep engaged and you keep your mind engaged on something specific, well, then your bliss still has a chance to come in. It's not as high as when you're just completely, your your thinking is blocked off. But it's hard to say because when we are in bliss, our mind is usually actively engaged also because it drives us to that. So when we're not in bliss, we're just, our minds are not active and we're just bored. We're waiting for something to happen. And it's ridiculous. It's, you're, you become a boring human. So don't let a moment pass without saying something fascinating and driving the conversation into more fascinating territory. (laughs) Oh, man, this COVID's kicking my ass. Listen, um, this disease... Why did it happen? Teach us. We looked at it as just this respiratory issue that we could use like blockers to fix or to to block, to make the spread slower knowing that the spread would just eventually occur. But the real way to have dealt with this is to strengthen our immune systems, to make sure that you never put anything in your body that at least on a regular basis, that you never put anything in your body that your body rejects. Your body is not a trash can of bad decisions. Those come because you live in a world of unhappiness. And so your immunity is the key. If they just focused on that, there would be no deaths of COVID. It would would have become a very minor disease it spread on dissatisfaction and unhappiness it spread on those things alone and I had a particular period of unhappiness and dissatisfaction and I'm sure I had been exposed to COVID before but because I was in a certain relative level of bliss 
It never got to me. I filtered it out quickly. But when you are in a state of dissatisfaction and boredom and anxiety, diseases can creep in. That's how cancer creeps in. That's how all maladies creep in. You leave the door open. Your your happiness level is the closed door. That's the thing, man. It's like people it's like people are going about happiness backwards. They're like, Oh, I'll be successful, I'll have money, and then I'll be happy. It's just like, no. You'll never get those things if you're not happy first. And if you do get them while you're unhappy, you won't enjoy them. So what's the purpose of having them? Grateful of where you've achieved in life because you should be looking at it from the perspective of the person who doesn't have all this great stuff. That's the first step. But the second step is to be very smart about keeping your mind engaged. Never letting it become disengaged or engaged with random thoughts. Random fucking thoughts. Now, until now, I have always just been like, let's shut them off, shut them off. Now we have a different strategy. And I'm going to participate in this strategy and report back on how it works. Because we're wasting our time here, man. While lesser men, angrier men, to satisfy some egoistic bullshit, are leading the world. Whereas we, very thoughtful and highly intelligent men, are being oppressed. We should be the rulers, right? But in a jovial way. In a way that brings people together. That is the way. And I've always been good at uniting a group. That's why one of my nicknames is One Nation. Guess what? This entire globe is one nation now. It's like, oh, is that one world government? I guess. Nothing you can do about it, bro. We're connected. It's one world government. It has happened. But what does that mean? What does that give as an opportunity? One nation? Well, for one leader to set the tone. Think about if Jesus Christ were alive today. If he could come alive today, I feel like his message would would actually get out and not be misinterpreted. That's the one thing about our technology. If you're authentic, you can spread here like wildfire. If you're just another egoistic piece of shit, nah. But if you're truly somebody who's 
and and the truly somebody in this realm is somebody who has mastered the art of bliss. Those are the people that everybody, those are the gurus. Those are the people that people follow around in uh, India. Just they're like, oh my, they're in awe of this person. And this person has just figured out how to be happy. And so everybody kind of wants what this person has. It's trying to learn from them on an instinctual level. Hang out with them. Just sit next to them. And feel what it feels like. Vicariously. And then maybe you might pick up on it. There might be something to that. Maybe it's something that you have to learn from watching somebody who else is in bliss. <coughs> Damn. But whatever it is before the horse, it rightfully puts the cart, or it's the horse leading the cart. Bliss is the horse leading the card. Bliss is the blocker and the immunity builder. Bliss is the absence of random thoughts. Bliss is the natural state of the human mind. It's something that occurs, it, 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 it's in the background and gets blocked off by what we're doing with our minds. Now, remembering to inhale now and then should kind of awaken these thoughts and, and, and get you out of the cycle of random thinking, the main unhappiness maker. And you really can't depend on any factual information that you believe you believe if you're not feeling good in the moment of believing it. Your not good feeling is creating the thought. Sorry. It's just the way it is. I better end this before I sneeze right into this microphone. But I will conquer this disease. with a little help from MJ.